I have heard, and I'm assuming many of you have, that the Chinese character for the word chaos is composed of two words, meaning danger and opportunity. Of course, with today's ability to do a quick search on the internet, we can see that this is not necessarily true. But while the Chinese characters may not express directly the opportunities to learn and to grow from a crisis or problem, it is definitely true that we can. Aloha mai kako. Welcome everyone to episode 14 of Bombay We Learn. Learning from our problems. Bombay is a Hawaiian pidgin English word for later or some other time. This podcast is about lessons learned from our mistakes, our failures, and just our overall experiences in life that help us get better at things and move us forward. Join me, your humble host, Harley Matos, as we get together to share stories of our success, our failures, and just overall lessons in life so that Bombay we learn. John Maxwell is considered by many to be one of the top leadership coaches, speakers, and authors. He has written over 70 books on different aspects of leadership and personal growth. In one of his books, titled Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn, he shares lessons on how successful people approach a problem or crisis. Because the topic of learning from our failures is such an important one, Maxwell has also made a version of this book for young teens and young children. Mark Twain once was asked to name the greatest inventor of all times. He replied, accidents. We have also heard stories from Thomas Edison with the reply to the failure on working on filament for the light bulb. He said, I haven't failed. I just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. In his book, John Maxwell states, the key to overcoming problems and learning from them is to approach them the right way. Of course, this begs the question, what is the right way? He provides us with a list of a couple do's and don'ts. I'd like to share that with you today, starting with the list of the don'ts. First, we have don't underestimate it. Take the issue seriously and ensure to put it in its correct perspective. Many times we may belittle a problem only to be blindsided by its impact. We need to take time to evaluate it and revisit that evaluation if necessary. Many may say we experienced this during the beginning of the pandemic. Some people underestimated the impact that COVID would have on our lives and underestimated how long it would take for us to come through this pandemic. Because of this underestimating of this particular problem, many people had their businesses closed or lives changed dramatically because they did not give the situation enough attention to prepare for the changes that were coming due to this situation. Hindsight, or looking back in time, It's always easier than dealing with a situation in the current present time. 
Had I known then what I know now, I would have done things differently. Of course. The lessons we're taking away from this should be that we don't underestimate a problem or situation. We evaluate it for the possibilities, think about options, and prepare for it. Next, it's pretty obvious, is that we don't overestimate it. Yes, my friends in risk management know about the balancing act. Again, we need to ensure that the problem is evaluated appropriately. Sometimes we fall into the trap of experiencing a problem multiple times. First, we worry about it. Then we experience an issue again, we become more comfortable with it. Realizing we may have given the issue more credit than it really deserves. The care we need to take here is that our responses would need to be proportionate to the issue itself. And that we're not overreacting or overestimating the impact this may have so that our responses doesn't cause more harm. Next, we don't wait for the issue to solve itself. Hoping for an issue to go away is a poor strategy and does nothing to help us learn or grow from it. I must admit, though, this is something I've done before. There have been many problems that come through my desk over the years, and I've pushed them aside, not wanting to deal with them for whatever reason, time or the complexity or the thought in my head that this was not important. I was hoping the problem would go away, hoping somebody else would solve about it, or hoping that someone would just forget about it. I've also been on the other side, waiting for the people to resolve the issue. It is frustrating not seeing movement on a problem because someone else doesn't think it deserves the attention or doesn't want to help resolve it. It is belittling on many fronts. If this problem weighs on us, it demands our attention. We can't just put it aside. While it's unresolved, it has the potential to take cycles away from our brain that hampers our ability to be fully at our best, to be the most productive and act at high levels. It's going to be eating at us until it gets resolved. Another reason we should not wait for an issue to resolve itself is that it could lead to the next item on our list, and that is, don't make it worse. There are many traps we fall into that can make a problem worse. An example would be losing focus on a problem. Our focus should be on the issue, getting it resolved and learning from it and moving forward. We should not be looking for blame or having bad feelings toward ourselves or others. This can be said to sum up the other don'ts on this list here. Because if we don't underestimate, or we don't overestimate the problem, or we don't wait for it to resolve itself and go away, it means we take steps in not making it worse. Right now, I bet you're wondering to yourself, wow, this is great. Thank you, Harlan. 
You can end the podcast here and I would be completely satisfied and amazed as always. But wait, as you know, the humble, yes, humble servant host in me. And in the short time we have left, I want to give you more. And that would be to give you a list of things to do in approaching a problem the right way. First, we anticipate it. While we can't prepare for all problems that may occur, we certainly can spend some time thinking about how we react to different problematic situations. This fits into the scoutmaster in me and the model of being prepared. Companies spend a great deal of money on anticipating and preparing for many different situations that may impact their business. We saw many different levels of this anticipation preparedness as companies had to change how they conducted business during the pandemic. I am sure this experience will be made for great case studies for many MBA students for years to come. Closer to home, we should all have our hurricane preparedness kits, gold bags, or provisions for ourselves and families in anticipation of a natural disaster. As the saying goes, we want to prepare for the worst, but expect the best. In certain situations, we can even practice responding to problematic events. But at the very least, we should spend time thinking about potential events and problems and how our responses will be as we anticipate it. The next step is to communicate it. Not communicating or miscommunicating a problem can make the issue worse. Remember from our list of don'ts earlier? Don't make it worse. We need to understand who we should be communicating with to help solve the issue. Know what to communicate to who and by when. And providing false or misleading information would also contribute to making things worse. Our focus, our common focus, should be on resolving the issue getting through the problem. Sometimes when we miscommunicate or don't communicate, the focus changes away from resolving the problem, but on how we're communicating that problem. It doesn't move us forward and may even contribute to the factor of the blame, which doesn't resolve the issue. So to move everything forward, remember, communicate it. Next, evaluated. Sometimes you have to love the person who just jumps right in to fix a problem, not worrying about anyone else or what's going on. He doesn't get stuck in analysis paralysis, but works through the problem. Other times, you really appreciate that person who thought things through, got input from all the stakeholders, collaborated to fix the issue. There's a balance between these two approaches to ensure the situation is not made worse by our responses or our lack in responding within the appropriate time. In some of the training that I have done on crisis management and emergency preparedness, there is a point in time when the command team brings in the leads 
to evaluate where they are in the current situation. Have things changed that would impact or modify their approach to the solution? These evaluations happen continuously throughout the problem-solving process. Mike Tyson famously is noted for quoting, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Sports teams go into a game with a plan, but adjust based on what's happening on the field. They adjust the plan. With this new information that they have gathered, they evaluate it and adjust the plan to achieve the desired results. Next, we have appreciate the problem. This is our attitude towards an issue. When we look at a problem as an opportunity, it allows us to view it with the right approach. Each time we face a problem, we learn to respond better. We grow each time and our fears in addressing an issue are lessened. The fact that we have a problem that needs to be addressed is an opportunity for us to grow and develop. The opportunity is even greater when it's a problem that involves more people in this resolution. This means that you've been given an opportunity to have a seat at the table. We become a part of the solution. Our inputs and our experiences they matter in finding the possible resolution. Our attitudes in being part of the solution should be appreciated. We need to look at the opportunity to help solve a problem as part of our service. Our service to our organization, our service to our family, and our service to the community. If we go into a situation, to a problem with a negative attitude of, Oh, here we go again, or who did what and who's to blame, then we're not appreciating the value that we will bring to the solution. There are not many things that we can control, but our attitude, our approach, is one of those things that we do have control over. That attitude will be key if we are to appreciate the problem. Finally, there is reflect. Once things return to a new calm, spend time reflecting on the problem, how it happened, how you reacted to it. And yes, I did say new calm, our new normal. Normal changes. And during that change, it may seem like chaos, but it will reach a calm, a new calm that will allow us time to reflect. Some of us have heard leaders say, never let a good crisis go to waste. Depending on intentions here, there may be good things that can come from a problem, which would most likely include changes in how things are done. This reflection allows us to visit the lessons learned from the experience. Did we anticipate it? How do we communicate? Does it need to be improved? Did we evaluate and estimate the issue correctly and receive all the correct inputs from the correct people to keep us informed and make necessary adjustments? 
we should also reflect on our attitude in appreciating the opportunity to working with others to resolve this issue. The relationships that we build and the amount of growth we got from it. As we come to a close here today, I would like to do a quick overview on the right approach in overcoming problems and learning from them. Avoid or do not over or underestimate an issue. And don't wait for the problem to go away or take care of itself. Overall, don't make it worse by not being mindful of your actions or inactions. But do anticipate it. Be prepared. Communicate your thoughts and plans with other stakeholders. Evaluate the issues and its impact. Base plans on the evaluations that you have made with others. Mind your attitude towards the problem. Appreciate it and the opportunity to be a part of the solution. And most importantly, reflect on the lessons learned and the preparations needed to prevent or respond to the next crisis. And yes, there will be a next one. By simply changing our mindsets and keeping to the simple list of do's and don'ts, we can start to see where there is opportunity in crisis. The bottom line is that our attitude and approach to a problem can be that bum-by, we learn moment. I know you have options on where you spend your time, and I am blessed that you have shared some of your precious time with me here today, letting me share my mana'o, my thoughts, with you so that bum-by, we learn. Bum-by, we learn is a podcast with your humble host, Harley Matos, a Maxwell Leadership Certified leadership development coach, speaker, or trainer. Please visit mccoachingandtraining.com for more information on our services. And thank you to MC Coaching and Training for sponsoring today's podcast. They ask that you please help your local food bank with food, monetary donations, or volunteering your time. Mahalo. John Bartman for performance of Just Having a Beatbox.